Welcome to Janelle Jones Empowerment Podcast. We're here to help you know, love, be, and live your dream life. We talk about reaching your dreams and all that's in between. We hope you enjoy the message. Hey now, hey, I am back. Welcome to Janelle Jones, girl. You got this podcast. We are representing the author's edition. I am so happy you're back and returning. This one is so juicy and so good. Today I have with me Hannah Quill. She is the author of her new book, Hindsight, Indelible Tattooed on My Middle Finger. Listen, I'm, when, I, when y'all see this cover, it is the dopest cover I have ever seen in my life. It's so rich and yet so quiet and simple and it's just full of life. So y'all make sure y'all get this book when it's come out. She's going to tell you how to get it. But we're going to actually learn more. Hey, Hannah Quill, welcome to hey. the podcast. Hi, Dr. Jones. Thanks for having me. <laughs> you're so welcome. I am so low, so, so appreciated that you're being here. And with your book, her book is a poetry book. And poetry is such an art, but listen, it's so deep and she's going to tell you more about it. So I want y'all to make sure you're tuning your ears to this so you can go grab her book. So Miss Henna, tell us about yourself. Well, um, I've actually been writing poetry since I was at least about 14 years old, maybe even younger, but for sure I've been writing creatively since at least um, age seven. And that's when I was in the gifted and talented classes and um, the public schools and Columbus public schools I wrote a few stories and we actually had to like put them in a physical book you know we had to like do um I think um like construction paper over cardboard and you know we had like sewn with thread and that type of thing but it was really cool and I still obviously have a fond memory of that but um I love words I love words because they can be so powerful enlightening guiding, informative, and when we need them to be, that could be very soothing to us. And I hadn't really made the connection until I was preparing for this broadcast that, you know, Christ or Yahshua is the word. And my love of him is reflective in my love of words about him. Um, you know, the scripture John 1 and 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So everything that is spoken into everything that is was eventually spoken into existence. And so having the ability to shape one's own future through one's own words and your will is a very powerful theme in the book, Hindsight. And um, so um, I'll talk to you about a little bit more about that, just you know, in terms of my poetry style, my poetry style is very layered. Many of the words and phrases have double or triple meanings. So you're gonna be able to go through something um, and read a poem or read through the book once and get one understanding and one experience and then read through it again and have another experience and, and understanding. So I encourage my readers to really go to deep, go deep and um, I encourage readers that might be off put by some strong language or strong words to have an open mind because there really is something for everyone in this book and it will meet you where you are, wherever that may be. First of all, let's just go back. If y'all didn't catch these nuggets that she just dropped, she said, listen, John 101, the words, not only the words that you speak, but the words that you write have power in them. 
So with her meanings and her poetry and how they can say one thing or mean one thing and there's actually a deeper meaning, you want to get this book. I am telling you right now, you want to pick up this book because it's so deep. And again, like she said, um, just because there's some strong language in there doesn't mean it's not powerful. In fact, that's what makes it very powerful because that's how the artist actually expresses herself. All right, so Miss Henna, tell us more about what inspired you to write this book. What inspired you to do the hindsight? Write this, call it, entitle it. I'm sorry, not call it, but entitle it hindsight. What was your thinking there? So, yeah, so um, hindsight, indelible tattoo on my middle finger is about liberation. It is a path forward to set people free from the poison of love starvation that is so prevalent in our society. Um, many of us get involved and stay stuck in unhealthy relationships and unhealthy states of mind because of the lies that society tells us. And many of these poems are inspired by my own experiences and others are more that I've taken like an artistic liberty to write based on the experiences of close friends and family or just general knowledge about the painful realities that people have really experienced, you know, in this walk of life that we've had. So um, I was encouraged to write you know, as a cathartic release of, you know, when I was going through something or when I was fresh out of something to be able to look back at that experience and capture where I was at at that moment. And now with me being in a healthier place, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 42 years old. I have a successful career, family relationships. I'm now married. And so I don't have a lot of that drama and that deep dark um, despair that I was in and, and with me being in a healthy place, I wanted to bring more of where I am now in terms of optimistic pieces of poetry. I'm focusing on the, the reality that better tomorrows are possible. And, um, you know, really, because a lot of times when they talk about, you know, which monster is going to win, it's the monster that you feed. So if we continue to feed negativity and we feed um, things that are oppressive, then those are the things that's going to be in our life and manifest in our life. But when we feed optimism and, you know, um, peace and happiness, then those are the the uh, masters that will, will win out. And so um, I really do feel like the poems that I added, you know, in, in this season of my life, um, speak to better tomorrows. And so that makes me happy. Listen, if you're, I want you to get a pen and paper. She is absolutely dropping jewels. Did you hear her say, whichever monster you feed, you know, we're in situations where we're wondering why our lives are going a certain way and we're steady either feeding the negative or the positive. So ultimately it's up to us, right? Absolutely. That is what it's up to. It's up to us. So, wow. And then you said poisons, uh, lust, or starvation, right? These are the, the things that society feeds to us. Tell us about the lust starvation, or was it the love? Oh, love starvation. But I'm glad that you brought up that word lust because that, that is like the opposite. I mean, that is hand in hand with the love starvation. We are feeding into this lust. We are feeding into this gluttony. It's all about satisfying the flesh. And we really, the word tells us to, to kill the flesh so that, you know, we can have that space filled in us with a holy space. And so, um, you know, life is, you know, everything that you, sex sells in our society, right? Everything is about, 
you know, um, sex and everything is about, you know, uh, money, being money hungry and, you know, just everything, all these negative images that are really taking us away from our true existence and our true peace. And so, um, you know, when you have the ability to look at yourself and um, be whole and uh, free of those things and independent and, and have some liberation from those things. You just, you're just setting yourself for a much better life. And, um, you know, it's, so this is like the antidote. This is the antidote for that, like, you know, that Cupid that sh shoots that arrow and, you know, gives you all stuck in love. It's like, we have so much out here in our lives to take care of and focus on, um, but we are putting our focus on the wrong things. And so this is to help us kind of, uh, focus on what we should be focuses on versus what we should not be. Mm. I love it because it's, it's almost like to me, you're guiding people and saying, choose life, right? Mm -hmm. Your, your book is representing them to say, you have the power to choose better and not get stuck in the ring around the rosy of the societal rule of, you know, chasing or being love starving when really is something that you can do. What is that? What is the secret? Like, tell us more. What is that you can do? And how and who is your book for? Oh, wow. So um, the book is for um, mostly people who are transitioning life. So young people, you know, um, there's there's that kind of um, point where you have to be independent from your parents and you have to start making your own life choices and be responsible for those. And so it's really, that is um, a, a audience that is probably, this is most relevant for, but it really could be anybody. It could be someone in a, um, a second career, you know, change or something, um, you know, or someone who has, you know, gone through a divorce or a painful domestic violence relationship. Um, it could be for, um, men and women. So, you know, the me as a writer, I'm going to speak mostly from a female perspective, but I do feel that, you know, that there are, these are life issues. And so, um, you know, these are metaphors that can actually help men as well. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, so the audience is pretty wide. Um, most Maybe because of the strong content age-wise, we're probably looking at 14, 15, 16 and up, maybe not younger than that. But there are a few poems that are very light, like, for instance, Finding My Name is a wonderful poem that my um, my daughter loves. Um, and she just asked me to read it for her a lot because she just um, loves that poem. So but, but in, as a collective entire work, it's probably going to be, um, you know, teenage and, or uh, adolescence and up, um, pubescence and up. That makes sense. So listen, when I was a teenager, I wish I had this book. Look, she got, I'm reading um, one of her, the artwork in the book is absolutely amazing. I feel like I have like pictures. I'm looking at beautiful artwork and I haven't seen a book quite like this. So I know I'm bragging, but she is well worth it because it's an amazing book. But she had therapy work appointment number one. Like it's complicated. These are some of her titles in the book. Um, it's complicated to the first degree, right? I might not be saying the degree right, yeah. but you got it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's complicated to the second degree. It's complicated to the third degree. Just it's so different. It's it's such a unique read. Just down to the topics, the whole inside of the book is so different. 
But I wish that I had this when I was a 16-year-old pregnant girl, right? All the way up until I was a 36-year-old girl or woman who was completely lost. So it's, this book is for anyone who's really trying to find themselves, right? Find them. This is a great way to start. Listen, grab your book. She's going she to give you more information. We got some more digging to do. So hold on. Now, Miss Henna, why or when did you realize that your book, your beautiful book, was important to share with the world. Oh, thank you so much. I just love, like, I, I'm loving this conversation because you're just like giving me life right now. Um, so when I, this interesting, the story behind this is that it actually uh, came about first as me wanting to share something of myself through publishing a book. And then the poetry turned into a story. So, mm-hmm. you know, we this. This is June of 2021 and 2020. We all just came out of, you know, this pandemic, this COVID pandemic, which just rocked our world and changed everything. Um, But in that year, I had so much, so many good things going on. And um, I have always wanted to publish a book. And so I said, this was going to be my year to publish no matter what. And I was actually working on the self-help book and I was like adding to it every day. I was writing, I was revising. And then I remembered my poetry and that I had um, written many poems over the years. And um, in 2009, I actually had compiled about 48 of them into a poetry manuscript and I called it Hindsight. And so I had submitted it to several poetry contests, but nothing manifested except for I did receive a $250 honorable mention a cash prize for one of my poems, The Place Where Decisions Labor. Um, But reflecting on that poem title, Hindsight, and the popular phrase that is associated with it, um, Hindsight is 2020, I knew immediately that this was the book that I needed to publish in that hour. And so it was on that point, um, which was November 3rd, I believe, 2020, I turned my attention to working on Publishing hindsight. And so the story part came from seeking what orders the poems in. So, you know, when you have um, a, a plot or a storyline, it pretty much will, the order of it will pretty much kind of be lend itself to you to be, it's kind of easy to say, well, this is what's happening. And then, then this is going to happen. And that like, the sequence of, of your chapters are probably going to flow a little bit better. But for, for poems, that's not necessarily the case, you, you know, the way that so with poems like if you have 70 poems then your book is actually the 71st poem so like because it's the way that they um are in relations to each other is a poem in itself and so i knew that the order of the poems was important but i just didn't have any guidance or direction so um we, my team and I started to have some focus groups that we called wine times. And those sessions were so fruitful. We got so much information. We had such a great time. Um, and it was just really, yeah, as a marketing tool um, or for writers, I would definitely um, suggest that to, to have some wine times with some beta readers um, and then be able to get the feedback from them on what they think and that type of thing. For me, it was valuable, uh, invaluable in shaping you know, the ultimate finished product. But um, so that was foundational for me to think about what story I wanted to tell and how I wanted to tell it. And so I revisited some of the original poems, doing some revisions and removing a, fruit, a few of them that I thought, you know, weren't 
it wasn't time for for to be published within this collection. Um, I wrote an additional 26 poems in like three or four weeks. So I was just like cranking them out. It was just very spirit, spiritually inspired time for me. Um, and I arranged all the pieces into four parts, one for each season, starting with autumn, which is also pretty cool because autumn is my favorite season. It's also my birth season. Um, and so the poems go from autumn to winter, to spring, to summer. And um, that is very significant in itself is because at this autumn, the person in the, um, in the protagonist in the book is dealing with some things that are really um, harvest time. It's, and, and, and that person is like going towards um, winter or towards death and, and understanding and realizing that the things that um, are, that there are some things in her life that she needs to purge herself and let go of. Um, and then um, one of the books, one of the poems at the end of autumn is um, Don't Stay Dead for Too Long is one of the ones in winter. So it's like you're going through these processes and you're going to have these um, experiences that are going to shape you. But you get in them and you get out of them according to um, how you're able to learn the lessons. Um, so. That was significant it's in terms of the ordering. But then um, there's actually also another like hidden nugget. So I won't like tell you what it is, but I will tease you to say that um, these poems in the uh, first autumn part are really um, actually it's autumn and winter. The um, though, so the first half of the book, the way that the poems are ordered, they have a special hidden surprise and a special sequence in them. So maybe we can come back, you know, and talk about that once the book is more, you know, widely known. And, and I want to see if people are able to pick up on that and then um, without giving it away too, too early. Listen, how thought provoking. Let's go back. So if you're an author out there. One of the great things that Hina recommended was getting you a team, not just a team to do the work, but give you feedback, like sit down, have some wine and really talk about your book. That's a great way to make sure it's flowing correctly. A lot of authors, they're in their head. They're trying to figure it all out themselves. Um, they're trying to do it, like connect the dots and then they publish it and then they're mad because it don't make sense. When she is telling you her system that she used to really make this poetry book thrive. And not only that, listen to the details, how detailed she is in the book. That's why you need to make sure you grab your copy today because just really the flow of it, the secret behind it is something that is very unique to this book. Like she put a lot of thought behind it. And then she cranked out 20 something poetry. How many poets? You yeah, said? 26 new poems. That, that's a gift right there. So, so, but let me tell you something. Do you see how she tapped into her gift of writing? You see how she said back in the day, she used to write. Do you see how she's using her gifts now? Y'all don't, don't be sleeping. Henna is up here telling y'all something. She is taking her gifts and she is giving them to the world, not only in her writing, but in her messaging. So I really want you guys to grab this and get the book. Okay. Now, let me ask you, what's your favorite poem in the book? Oh, wow. My favorite poem. I have so many. I'm, I'm like, I have so many. Um, 
So can I give you a range of, can I give you multiple? <laughs> I can't really. Give me three. Give me your top three best poems that you like and love with. I know the whole book is dope. So it's kind of hard to do that, but just give me three of them that you absolutely love. Okay. So um, two of them that are a pair are um, Hindsight and Don't Stay Dead for Too Long. So those, like, one is like a call and response. So one is like the initial setup and then the other is like an answer to it. So um, Hindsight and Don't Stay Dead for Too Long are two very powerful pieces. Um, And... A third one, oh my God, there's so many. I'm going to say, um, trying to think if I want the pretty you make or things that fit into a small child's poem. I'll, I'll, I'll go with the, the, last, the last book, the last poem of the book, things that fit into a small child's poem. Mm. Okay. All right. Why that one? Um, that one is because it is a an awakening. It is the last book in the poem, the last poem in the book, and it really speaks to this identity of choice. And it really speaks to this um, that we have the power, and that we don't have to um, um, accept certain things and just think that oh well, this is what it is. It's like no. Um, you have a choice in this. If you don't mind, I, I can read it. Yes. <laughs> Please do. All right. So this is things that fit into a small child's poem. My pride, the number of fucks given for anything that no longer serves me, my own laughter singing in my ears, a shiny new coin. I finally woke up like, girl, you still wishing for days when your contentment can fit into a small palm like a shiny new coin? Girl, you are doing it wrong. Everything in life is a choice. Drive the damn car. Live life like Monday is more than just a stitch of time between Sunday and Tuesday. Own your autonomy. Rent everything else. Own your autonomy. Be tethered to nothing else. I finally woke up. I finally woke up like, girl. I finally woke up like, girl, you still wishing? I finally woke up like, girl, you still wishing for days? I finally woke up like, girl, you still wishing for days when your contentment gets fits? I finally woke up like, girl, you still wishing for days when your contentment can fit into a small palm like a shiny new coin? Girl, you are doing it wrong. Everything in life is a choice. Drive the damn car. Live life like Monday is more than just a stitch of time between Sunday and Tuesday. Own your autonomy. Rent everything else. Own your autonomy. Be tethered to nothing else. I finally woke up like, girl, yes or no, stay or go, do or don't, heads or tails. The shit is simple. You know what fits into a tiny palm? Two words, a shiny two-sided coin, choice. Choice always fits into a tiny palm. Choose, choose your autonomy, rent everything else. Choose your autonomy. Be tethered to nothing. Be tethered to nothing else. Girl, I'm snapping my fingers. Hey. 
Woo, woo. Girl, I was on in there. You shouldn't see me shaking my head over here like, woo. But that is awesome. That poem to me says, I know it says it over and over again, but you have to choose. You decide to stay. You decide to leave. You decide to go left. You decide to go right. At the end of the day, the choice is yours. Oh, I love that. I really do. That gave me absolute chills. Listen, do y'all see why y'all need to cop that? Look, I'm not playing with y'all. Do y'all see why? Henna Quilt is so dope. Like, listen, I'm like, see myself love Jones sitting next to Lorenz Tate and really feeling this poem. I love it. So thank you so much for sharing that. Thank she you. Listen, she's going to make sure y'all know how to get your copy real soon. So what do you want your people, your audience to get from this book? What is the biggest thing you want them to grasp? It really is choice. It is it is choice is one of the most is like the most central and important theme of life. And so you have the power of choice and use it wisely. And so, you know, that is what it all boils down to. You know, you really have to like choose wisely and you have to like go in, we go into things like blind and it is really time for us to open up our eyes and look at what is around us and look what we're in and be mindful of that and, and say, you know, what do we want? Because we won't live forever. You know, if 2020 didn't teach us that, um, I don't know what is going to teach us that is that time is precious and life is precious and it can be, um, and, and it's fragile. It, it will be taken away at some point and you will have to make a choice when you have to go and you're judged um, on your deeds that you've done. And did you answer your call? Did you, you know, where can God say to you, well done, my, uh, my good and faithful son or not? And, you know, what will be the other side of that? So that's what I really want people to get from my book. And, you know, I appreciate like all of the praise and like, you know, saying that this is, you know, good work and that um, I have talents and skills, but I really just, you know, just give God all the, the honor and glory and praise for that because this is a talent that he seated in me. And I don't want to that return to him. I didn't want to hide the talent. I want to, mm-hmm. you know, go and spread that talent and then have him bring that that multi that increase, that multiplication. And I was actually just sitting um and had the revelation this morning about like interest, you know. So when we're talking about those parables of, you know, you, you gave um three different people, three different amounts of, of talents. And the first two gave, uh, went and made, were multiple, were fruitful and were able to have more return to, to Yah, where the other one wouldn't hid and didn't. And so, you know, uh, Christ said, basically, if you have any, one who has will have more and one who doesn't, even that small thing that he tried to keep to himself will be taken away. And so, like, if man is going to have, is, is honorable enough to have interest on the things that he is going to um, put his hand towards and lend towards, then why would we expect that we, anything that we bring to God wouldn't, he wouldn't expect for us to multiply it. And so that interest has a double meaning, just like my, you know, I love these double meanings. Um, You know, interest is obviously a financial term, but it's also in, in real life, it's a term of interest. What are you, what are you interested in? What are you um, giving your time to what are you engaged in? So when God gives us something, we, we are supposed to take and put our whole self in that thing mm-hmm. and be able to 
bring a, a greater harvest or a greater uh, measure to return to God than what was originally given to us. And so, um, you know, that's, I, it's just about choice. It's about where we are in life. It's about where we want to be in the, in the internal life. And so um, that's what I'm just hoping that um, I'm, I'm really so appreciative of you having this platform to um, allow me to be able to share this message with others. Um, and I just, you know, want it to be um, in the, uh, in the, um, Generations to come, you know, I have a personal mission statement. It's three parts to it. I'll just read the first one, though, which is um, actually to provide encouragement and create inspired and enduring tools that travel to people, places and generations beyond myself, empowering them to become their best selves actualize virtuous outcomes. So that's what really this book is about. It's about helping me to, um, you know, have my talent be spread so that it's a um, a fisher of men to bring people back into the kingdom. Girl, listen, I want y'all to write this down. <laughs> it ain't about me, right? Ultimately, it's about the generations to come. Using your gifts, your God-given gifts to actually persuade the world, right? She's using her God-given talents so that the world can know the benefits of knowing themselves. How awesome is that? And she is very humble, as you can see, and she's giving glory to God for her gifts. So that right there, we know that means that she's going to go very far because she is really using her energy in the right places. So we really appreciate that because we need it. This is a book that needs to be in like high schools and colleges and different like avenues where young people hang out in the OBGYN office at the hair salons like it needs to be everywhere simply because the message that is teaching you is to choose because at the end of the day like she said life is too short and at the blink of an eye you could be gone so why waste your talent doing nothing and just existing that is the question right so Miss Hannah Tell us what is next for you. So um, I am going to be continuing to share contents of hindsight, um, write some additional books. Um, we do. Uh, we are planning to have a book launch so in August. So looking to get that prepared um, to be able to have a book launch and have people come out and you know do some reading of some of the poems in person and have some good food and good fellowship. Um, also in terms of um, you know this you mentioned about this being in high schools and actually one thing that I um, would love to see is this to be in high schools and also in colleges and be a part of the college curriculums so that, um, you know, our young people, that's like a captive audience, you know, they have to do it for school. So, you know what I mean? But there are, I look back in my college, my collegiate experience and um, in undergrad and I had some uh, courses like a woman's studies course. I had a African-American studies um, course and, some of those readings that um, were assigned were actually very pivotal into my life and, and they would help shape me and some of my, my 
think my thinking. So I think this, this would be an excellent opportunity to be in high schools and colleges as part of an English curriculum, as part of a women's studies curriculum, as part of a social work curriculum. And so um, that is something that me and my team are definitely um, striving to achieve. And then uh, the next book that I have in the works um, is, I don't know the timing of when it'll come out, but I do know the name of it. So I'm excited about, you know, getting back into putting my pen, like dipping my quill into my henna ink and going ahead and drafting the book of fire. Listen, y'all need to make sure you are connected. If I have anyone in my audience who are teachers or, you know, they have students or they have connection with colleges, please hit us up. Hit, hit Miss Henna up to let her know how she can have her book there because it is so needed because it gives like a, a complete breakdown. What I see a lot is a lot of students who, you know, go are in high school and they're transitioning to college. Once they get to college, when the parents are a little hand off, they wow out. So this is a great mm -hmm. opportunity for them to not only get some great impartation, but it's also in a form of poetry. So it's not just this book that's like 10 steps to do this, which is nothing wrong with that, but it has a very creative twist to it. So if you have, listen, if you have any young adult, I don't care, male, female, if you have any older adult, aunt, uncle, friend, whatever they are, or whoever they are, I need you to grab this book. So Miss Hannah, tell us how, or tell the audience, how they can cop your book? How can they actually go grab Hindsight? So um, Hindsight is available on Amazon. It's available in ebook form and also paperback. Um, so it's available on Amazon. It's available in other um, uh, retail booksellers such as Target and Walmart, um, Barnes & Noble. And also I'm selling the book directly. So if you want to get an autographed copy, just go ahead and hook me up. Um, the website is hennaquill.com. That's H-E-N-N-A-Q-U-I-L-L.com. You can join the community to join our um, our distribution, like our um, community list where you'll be able to keep up with the um, events and newsletters and that type of communications that we're sending out to our community. And also, um, you can follow on social media at Henna Quill. That's on Facebook, IG, and Twitter. Amen. Go oh, actually on Clubhouse, book. too. We're on Clubhouse. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Clubhouse. Go get that book, y'all. Uh, get on her email list because she's going to keep you updated. She said she just has another book that's about to drop. She also has an event that's coming out. Did you just see how, I don't know about y'all, I felt her energy when she was reading that poem. Imagine being in person and feeling that energy when she's reading poetry to you, how, how lit it's going to be, right? I feel like I'm young saying that. But you need to make sure you're staying in tune with her because I, I really know and believe that this is not it, that she's going to really generate a lot of audience and really be creative and give you all the tools that you need to choose. And we all need that. 90% of the world, probably 90% not 95% of the world really are living in a robotic system and really don't understand how important it is to choose. And so she is giving you the handbook to do so, so you can live an exceptional life. And she's doing it in a unique way, which is through art. So go follow her on all the platforms, email her. What's your email address? 
But do you have an email address? Yes, we do. So info at KCG, which is the letter K, the letter C, the letter G, publishing.com. So info at KCGpublishing.com. Hit her up. So please make sure you're staying tuned to everything. I mean, go grab that book today. We're going to see you with the link when we're doing this recording to go grab her book. Go get the book. It is such a rich book that will provide you with life. So Ms. Hannah, I'm so glad that you are a guest on Janelle Jones and Power Show. We're so glad that you're here. Anything else that you want to share with the audience? Um, well, no, I just thank you for um, this platform, like I said. Uh, and I, I, you know, it was a pleasure working with you and just everything that we do. You know, you and I have different ventures outside of this. And I just really appreciate you. I appreciate your, um, your, your depth, you know, you, you, like, you're just, you're just so deep and you're just so, um, beautiful and wonderful and a, a beautiful, wonderful spirit. And so I just love the energy that you give out. And I just pray that, you know, that same energy and more gets breath back into you. And I'm just, enjoying this day, enjoying my family. I'm excited about your listeners and excited about them connecting with um, with the book, Hindsight. And um, definitely, definitely looking forward to hearing your feedback, what, you, what your thoughts are, you know, putting together some type of, uh, you know, um, like, session where we're able to have like a book club and that type of thing where you're able to um, let me know things that you see in the words and then the poems and then the book that I didn't even see myself. So I'm just looking for that full feedback, looking forward to that full feedback loop and just excited for all the things that God has in store for us. Amen. Amen. I receive all of that. I absolutely receive all that. Again, thank you so much, Miss Henna. Make sure you go check out her book, Hindsight, Indelible, Indelible's tattoo on my middle finger i just i just love it i'm telling you it's so rich um go get that book remember she said amazon if you want to personalize make sure you hit her up but you have it at your fingertips go get it read it provide feedback because she's open to it and if you're here in columbus ohio or in the surrounding areas make sure you're on her email list well get on her email list nowhere no matter where you live but specifically for her opening her book signing in august get on there and show up we need y'all to show up all right we're opening doors and the world is starting to go back to some sense of normalcy we need to see y'all in the audience okay thank you so much for your time thank you for listening and you are tuned into girl you got this thank you for tuning in to janelle jones empowerment podcast please be sure to visit our website at JanelleJonesEmpowers.com. That's Janelle, J-A-N-E-L-L, JonesEmpowers.com. There you'll be able to sign up for free information to help you live out your dreams.